두둥 넷플릭스 두둥 Podcast. We live, live. As live as we're gonna get. I think I don't think I'll get more live in the future. Although you know what, I, maybe if if this back thing clears up, I think I would feel more alive. More alive. I've been feeling pretty dead this week. You know, like uh, that Lincoln Park song, crawling in my skin. For some reason, I'm really uncomfortable the last couple of days. I just can't. Maybe can't take the heat anymore. Yeah, it's that uh, time of year when uh, it's been hot yeah, it's for uh, five long. months. It's <laughs> been too long. It's finally September, though, so we only got, like, another month and a half. Because <laughs> last year, I remember, like, it didn't really cool down until, like, Thanksgiving. But I'm hopeful that maybe this year, Halloween? I mean, I'll, yeah, sure, I'll join the Hope Terrain mm-hmm. Parade. Karen? Carriage? It could happen. I should have checked the audio before we started, but it looks like we're good. The radio, 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 radio. We're a pirate Soon podcast the now. Summer will be over in the orchard. In the orchard. Oh my god! It's what a, what a great song, week. though. You know? Hey, hey, hey! Uh, let's see what I what I watched this week. I watched Nope. Nope. And Epo, the scariest part is the uh, the, the chimpanzee. Um, oh, I, the, for me, the scariest part, because I've gotten claustrophobic over the last few years, is when they show them being digested inside Jean Jacket. Yeah, that's pretty bad, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I did like the part when Jean Jacket turns into a fourth dimension Neon Genesis space monster. Yeah, apparently he that design is based off of Neon Genesis of Evangelion. Which, yeah, makes sense. Turns yeah, into I, an angel. I see it. <laughs> an angel. An angel. What did I watch this week? Uh, oh, uh, Kuchisaki Ona, the uh, Slipmouth Woman. I watched that. Directed by my guy, Koji Shiraishi. He's my guy for now until he gets accused of sex crimes like Shion Sana. <laughs> well, also the guy from Arcade Fire, right? Oh, Win Butler, yeah. yeah. Apparently, it's kind of like an open... Secret. Well, it's like people knew about it. Yeah, I, I guess you. I don't. I think you. You we went to those Not concerts to together. I remember going to a couple concerts where, like, the lead singer was very openly flirting with someone that was clearly underage. Um, and it's like you know, like the Rainbow Room. We you know were very small venues where you could t- clearly tell. Um. Yeah. I don't know. I think like. So it's like always been kind of that's like something that kind of always been a CD part of rock and roll, isn't it? Yeah, that's rock and roll, baby. Gross. Roll, man. <laughs> that's yeah, right. No, it's, it's gross. Nah, it's fucking whack. I mean, I'm sure it's like every dude, everyone you can think of. 
Seems like they're all pieces. Of yeah, shit. it seems like there's always someone out there that's, that's hiding in there. Mm-hmm. Dudes are just, you just gotta be weird. You gotta be uh, nervous around men. Luckily, <laughs> Arcade Fire hasn't been good in like, I don't know, 10 years. So, How dare you, sir? Ten, maybe more than ten years. Whenever that time I saw him at Coachella, I was already kind of like, I've had enough of arcade fun. Wasn't that when the Neon Bible came out? <laughs> no, it, that would have been like the suburbs. Suburbs. Oh, when they won the the Grammy. Yeah, which I mean, obviously when they won yeah, the Grammy, they're over the hill. Yeah, I'm Yeah, I'd had enough. I'd seen it. Seen enough. I was also I'm never like it. hella big into Arcade Fire, anyways. But uh, yeah, that sucks uh, for the victims. Uh, I don't care about Win Butler and his goofy Canadian ass. They can fucking just hang him, whatever. Uh, That's what they do in Canada, still, right? Hangs. I think so. No, they uh, drown you in maple syrup. They don't waste precious maple syrup like that. That's like gold, baby. <laughs> well, this isn't a podcast about um, mid thousands indie bands that won Grammys and shit. I think it's the, if it was, that would just be Arcade Fire and <laughs> Bowie Bear, right? Yeah, that's, I was going to say, there's, there's no one else. I think that might cover it. But no, this is the content sewer. Um, currently, uh, one third of Pakistan is flooded. Uh, the rivers are drying up in China. Pretty sure so we're normal. fucking. We're gonna hear. We're here to fucking talk about Netflix original films. Cause fuck that shit, man. I ain't got time to worry about the end of the world. All <laughs> I got time to do is watch Netflix. Netflix and chill, baby. <laughs> I would, You know, I'd rather worry about the end of the world than watch this movie. Uh, my name's Kyle. Your name's Sean Thomas. I'm Kyle James. No, it's just James. I think Kyle James. 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 Yeah, James. So it's the same amount of syllables as Sean Thomas. It'll be Kyle James. Kyle James or Seamus, if it was the Irish version. But it's not. It's um the Irish American version. <laughs> Uh, whatever content sewer we are watching every Netflix original film eventually is I mean I, how long do you think that will take years right I mean, they, they, they keep pumping them out you know it's uh, we're never gonna catch up when we start yeah, too late because 10 years maybe we got about a decade left I think before we're, we're not gonna have time to do a podcast because we'll be fighting to the death in the water wars no, no I mean, I'm doing my own personal well Unless this podcast starts doing really well, and then we get enough money that you know we don't have to die with the dregs, or our contempt, our comrades currently. But as soon as I get a little bit of money, a little bit of cashola, <laughs> fuck you, guys. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna hire my own private security guards and build my own compound. That's, that's not right. gonna work because my paper money will be worthless. Yeah, it's not like your private security team is gonna turn on you immediately. <laughs> Oh, well, speaking of private cons- security teams turning on you immediately, we watched uh, the 2022 Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Apparently, it's a sequel. They tried to do a Halloween 2016, 2017 or whatever, huh? Yeah, they were. Well, I was thinking like H2O, but yeah. Well, because, you know, the, the, the newest yeah. Halloween trilogy is, uh, oh, he's back. Disregard any of the sequels. It's just a sequel to the first Halloween. And fucking Jamie Lee Curtis is going to get him. Nope. She's fucking ready. Oh, no, it's Halloween kills again and again, and then Halloween ends. Halloween ends coming soon. I'm kind of excited for it. I think I mentioned before, like, uh, Halloween end kills was so bad. 
I'm thinking Halloween ends is going to be like Spider-Man three. Like that. Oh, I'm really but, excited to watch it too because there yeah. was some good stuff in there. It's too bad we're not going to see some of those amazing characters uh, again. Yeah, like um, I forget his name, but you know, Evil Dies Tonight, that guy, <laughs> Anthony Michael Hall. <laughs> yeah, Evil Dies Tonight. So uh, unfortunately, the original um, survivor of Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the actress uh, Melanie Byrne. Passed away a few years ago, so she's not actually in it. It's um, some other old lady. <laughs> we were sent out a casting for old old ladies. Hey, little old white ladies. Man, I'm rich like a white bitch. <laughs> <laughs> rich in character, though, not in um, money dollars. I just, this week, man, fucking, I'm tired of being poor. What about you? I've been tired of being poor for a long time now, but you know, really sometimes just... I suffer under the work of being poor like because there's there's an honor to it and a dignity you know oh yep the <laughs> noble savage would you call me <laughs> the, the, the noble savage. son of a bitch yeah rules being poor real authenticity integrity i think it's just like john lennon said the working class hero it's it's something to be something <laughs> to be i wish i had john lennon's uh success though uh, yeah, I wish I had like an ounce of John Lennon's success. That man mm-hmm. fucking is, was, was loaded with gills. He was richer than God. And he was married to Yoko Ona. It's a win-win. There's a picture of them where, and you're like, wow, they both had weird butts. <laughs> well, that's the English for you. That's the English for you. And the Japanese, I guess. I don't know. I've seen... I don't know. I've seen a few English butts in my life, a few Japanese butts. They don't always look that weird. I'll tell you that. The butt of the rich man. Goddamn rich people. Too many thick gravies. So, fucking man, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2022. Uh, after 48 years of hiding, Leatherface returns to terrorize a group of idolistic young friends who accidentally disrupt his carefully shielded world in a remote Texas town. So, yeah, this uh, movie operates like the Halloween movie. Disregard that there's any sequels to Texas Chainsaw Massacre. After that very first massacre. Well, also, a little factoid you might not know about the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Only one person gets killed with a chainsaw. What? What? Oh, Mm -hmm. man. Yeah. Crazy. You wouldn't think so. Wow. Yeah, so after that massacre, he went into hiding and... um, Stayed at an orphanage for some reason. Yeah, well, he was an orphan. They implied he was a, he grew up an orphan, right? And then he was mm-hmm. for some reason hanging out with those bumpkins in the woods with his family. He was yeah, I, you know, family. this whole fucking movie. Yeah, yeah, but pretend the sequels didn't happen. Also, let's pretend you didn't see the original too, because yeah, don't think about it too much. <laughs> My I, favorite part I, of the movie I, is um when after he is uh. Mother figure dies and he murders all those people in the police van. Uh, he goes back to the orphanage and he has to beat down the wall to get his, tex- his, his Texas chainsaw. And I was thinking while watching it, like the way it's set up, it's like, oh, I got fucking got one last job. <laughs> it was like one of those scenes. You know? <laughs> one more. Like fucking Kratos has to like, go to get his uh, special blades out. <laughs> oh, man. Keep dragging me back in, huh? Got damn kids. I just couldn't believe they wanted us to feel bad for the old woman, it felt like. You know what I mean? Like, she harbored a known murderer for years. Also, she did too. That's why she hit his Texas chainsaw and was like, don't go in my room, boy, and don't put on your leather face. 
Go get your Texas chainsaw out. No, she probably like she does that does she doesn't know for sure. She might have just taken away from him because it's dangerous. <laughs> yeah, okay, whatever, man. <laughs> <laughs> fuck this whole fuck this woman. I'm glad she barfed her brains out and died. I did feel kind of bad for her though. Those fucking uh, coastal elite liberal kids were trying to take her property. That was pretty fucked up of them. Again, she was harboring a fucking murder, huh? you know? Those kids didn't know that, though. <laughs> they weren't doing it for justified reasons. They were just taking some lady's land. They were a bunch of gentrifucks, just like that guy said at the, the gas station. Yeah, but fuck that guy, too. He, like, he, he killed a fucking bunch of people. The guy at the gas station? Oh, wait, what are you talking about? Sorry, I thought you were talking about the... Uh, uh, oh, the shit... No, not the shit kicker. Yeah. The, the gas station, man. You yeah, know, the, the gas beginning. station. I like the gas station, man. Like, yeah. He's like fucking gentrifuckers. <laughs> he helps him out. He calls the um yeah the survivor the, of Sally, our final girl, final old lady. She uh she's got the skills that it takes to stop Leatherface. She gets fucked up though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So um, I, I guess go there's like beat by beat now, huh? there's political commentary in this or some shit. Uh, is it? What are they trying to say? <laughs> Well, it's based off of the Black Hammer cult, right? Remember those guys? I guess they're still around, and they're crazier than ever. But I remember they like, oh, yeah, we bought land in the Rockies, and we're going to live there, and it's going to be great. There's and all then, kinds um, of fucking dumb people who do all kinds of shit like that. Yeah, but th- I think this is specifically based off of Black Hammer because of the time period it would have been written in. And like the specifics of it, where it's like we gotta escape goddamn late capitalism and have a black nation of our own, and also you're gonna be uh, indentured servants to me, the leader, and uh, you know, cult shit. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm pretty sure that's what they're going for. Is the Black Hammer cult, which is cool. Those guys seem like they suck pretty bad. Uh, man, oh my god, yeah. So it's we got two sisters. One of them survived a school shooting, and um, you know she's got <laughs> the PTSD only sympathetic ki- sympathetic character in this movie. And her sister's like an internet chef or something, I guess they don't really specify, but she's got like they kind of allude to it. Like she's got she's yeah. on Instagram. She does food stuff. She's gonna want to do a restaurant over here. That's gonna yeah, be perfect and, on the corner there. And got binging with Bobbish is in it, um, her male counterpart. And then there's some other girl that's there too that's like gonna marry um Benjamin with Bobbish. So yeah, it's fucking it's a good movie. Teens. I guess college kids are getting killed, you know. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, check it out. Joe Bob says <laughs> <"Check it out." laughs> The original Texas Chainsaw Massacre, I I could say pretty confidently, I think is Joe Bob Briggs' favorite movie. He talks about that shit all the time. Yeah, I mean, like that movie is definitely a movie you should see at least once. Uh, this movie, if you go your whole life just hearing this podcast about it, that's more than enough. Well, the thing about the original is it's um like a Good. staggering triumph of independent filmmaking and like commitment commitment to like making your art. You know, even at the emotional cost of your casting. <laughs> stuff, but, you know, it's like a. It was. It's a big deal, um, and then they just keep making these. <laughs> I don't. I don't think there's another good one. Like I said, the sequel, Texas Chainsaw Massacre Two, uh, it's a canon film, so made a little bit on the cheap. Toby Hooper did direct it, but it, it's not that good. But it's okay. 
And then that, yeah, I don't think there's another Texas Chainsaw movie that's not just total shit. This one is just so like it starts out with a little bit of promise, you know what I mean? But I like, there's a few like visual gimmicks that they try that are like okay. Yeah, some like, of the, I mean, like um, some of the visual deaths are pretty are fine. Like the blood, yeah, uses are great. Um, well, I like when um, uh, Dante, I think is the character's name, is getting killed in the kitchen, and they try to utilize the swinging door. Yeah, it's not great, but they tried it. <laughs> and then when he starts murdering everyone on the bus, part part of it is from the perspective of like an Instagram stream. Which is interesting. I think maybe it would have been cool, maybe even brave to try to commit to have that scene all from the perspective of a stream. Because it started with it. Out, but it would have been interesting to do it that way. They could even switch between people's phones as they get killed, you know? Yeah, that would be pretty cool. Um, I like when he puts the chainsaw through one guy's crotch and then puts it through a woman and it's like, oh, they're having chainsaw sex. That's <laughs> cute. <laughs> cute, sexy. Yeah. Yeah, that's good stuff. Uh, oh, actually, I really like the ending. <laughs> I know oh, it's just like, yeah, I, that's a fine. It's fine because it's it kind of acknowledges how, hey, this movie is stupid. Well, so it's an homage to the ending of the original, right? right? Where it ends with her just in the back of the pickup truck, like losing her mind, looking backwards, right? So you got that in there. She's stuck in the autopilot Tesla or whatever. But uh, so that's a fine little homage. I don't care about that specifically. I just like that. Yes, Leatherface just punches through the window, pulls his her sister out, cuts her head off, and he's like, "Yeah, bitch, <laughs> see you in forty years." Oh, that's another thing. I mean, yeah, it's horror movies. Who cares? Whatever suspension of disbelief. It's not a real complaint. But I had same thing with Halloween. Like uh, Leatherface got to be like fucking eighty years old. Well, the other thing too is his strength is all over the fucking place. You know what I mean? At one point, he's snapping a cop's arm with ease and then stabbing to death with it right and then the next mm-hmm. he's fighting a hick hand to hand well even shorter time span of that he breaks the cop's arm off stabs him in the throat then when he goes to kill the blonde girl she's able to kind of resist him yeah. for a little bit when he's trying to get you know eviscerate her so i maybe he just has you know bursts of strength you know like in uh, japanese professional wrestling where they take a devastating move but then they're <laughs> just they so powered out, up yeah. for a little bit they're able to like get in some of their own offense before they collapse maybe it's that kind of thing <laughs> you guys go sit on the end of his bed for a little while well he was taking breaks you know when he came back also he he walks pretty fast i guess he comes back to that town pretty quick but he's taking breaks he's sitting on the bed um Putting on some makeup, smelling clothes. Yeah, as you would. Yeah. I mean, so the thing about Leatherface is he's Ed Gein, right? Um, so he's always doing Ed Gein type stuff. <laughs> so it kind of makes sense for him to do that thing. But there's also what is it? the Science of the Lambs guy is also based on Ed Gein a little bit. Uh, which Silence of the Lambs guy? The uh, from Silence of the Lambs, not the Hannibal <laughs> Lecter the or um, uh, um, Buffalo Bill. Buffalo Bill, that's that. Yeah, because yeah, he's um, skinning women to make a woman's suit. That's the thing about Ed Gein. I don't know if you could technically call Ed Gein a serial killer. He only killed two people. He was more of a um, grave robber, or a ghoul, right? He was just grave robbing and taking nipples, making a nipple belt and stuff. Cool shit, huh? Yeah, that's fun stuff. Nice. Fucking, they should have just made a movie about Ed Gein instead of Texas Chainsaw. 
Massacre 2022. Yeah, this one really has nothing good to say about it, really. I mean, there's a couple good things, but it's just, uh, what a mess. It's uh, just, it's not making them. Just stop. Yeah, do something else, guys. That's the problem. It's like no fault of the cast and crew or anything. Well, um, I mean, it's a little bit of far the director and the writer, but everybody else, I blame, <laughs> I, 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 is blameless. Well, the director actually, um, the original director got like fired or some shit, so this guy had to come in and salvage what was left. So even on his part, it's kind of like nice work. <laughs> <laughs> it's also like the first like feature film he'd made, so you know. Give him a little bit of leeway. Never. <laughs> like I said, he if tried I didn't some have to sit through stuff. it. He tried some cute stuff. You know, that's all you need in the horror movie. Just try some cute stuff. <laughs> uh, you need to be a little more cute sometimes. I, I just, you know, the worst thing I can say about this movie is that an hour and 20 minutes, it feels long. Nothing happens in it either, you know? Yeah, it's just like, the, it the, again, it starts out okay, and then we just don't go anywhere. Soon as, after, soon as like the bus massacre is over too, it's like this sucks, you know. Where it's just like the two sisters playing, like running from him, shooting him. Meredith shows up, or Sally shows up to shoot him, but she gets Texas chainsawed. But oh, she's actually still alive and shoots him again, and then she has to overcome her PTSD of school shootings to shoot Leatherface again, and. How many know. times did this fucking dude get shot? This 80-year-old man. He's got a lot of meat on him. <laughs> oh, yeah, you know, it absorbs the shotgun bullets and the... Well, she is, yeah, she is also using a shotgun from, like, there's some disc, like, when she's lying in the rubbish, <laughs> she's when and she shoots him, she's pretty far away. It might, that might not be too damaging. I don't know. He's also vaguely supernatural, supernatural, just like Michael Myers. <laughs> For some fucking reason. I guess. Yeah. Was this the worst one we've watched? It's pretty close, yeah. It's pretty I mean Purple Hearts is probably space. worse. It's definitely in the the same like neighborhood as Purple Hearts and Ridiculous Six. It's pretty bad. I think I would rather watch Ridiculous Six again. That's where that's where I'm at. <laughs> Well, the f- technically, it's also not a Netflix original, I guess. The film was initially slated for a theatrical release in 2021, but all plans were scrapped after a string of disastrous test screenings. It was subsequently sold to Netflix, where it eventually debuted in February 2022. Absolutely, they just dumped it on Netflix. What a, just what uh, a turd of a movie! If you were going to make it, if you were forced to make a Texas Chainsaw Massacre sequel, how would you do it? First of all, I don't like the idea that what I don't understand. This isn't even really, again, it's not really a sequel to the first one. It, it, it kind of is a loose sequel to the first one because there was no implication that this dude was some weird orphan. It's just like, hey, remember Leatherface? Here's He's the, the backstory. Part of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, don't f- forget the other parts. He was, like, obviously the most iconic thing to, I guess, for most yeah, people. Yeah, everybody remember. It was called Chainsaw. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and the man had a Texas Chainsaw. Mm-hmm. You know, you, still, you only killed one person with it, though. That's all you Everyone need. Remember that. Just one time. It's a, it's a, it's a chainsaw. I remember uh, Raven of uh, wrestling fame talking about this once, and uh, he's talking about you only need to feature the chair shot once in a match, as long as it's the right chair shot. You know, so you feature the chainsaw death once as long as it's the right chainsaw death. Well, I'd also, there was too uh, much chainsaw death in this. That bus massacre was too much for me because it's like just rush the fat bastard. 
No, because those are like liberal. Yeah, I know it's stupid. It's fucking message they tried to pass on. Yeah, they don't. They don't have any. They don't have a brave bone, a drop of bravery in their body. Blood. They're like bloodless Europeans. Um. Well, I think also in the original one, Toby Hooper was trying to get a PG rating on it, so they like avoided extreme gore. (laughs) Good luck, guys. So that's probably why there's only that one chainsaw death. Uh, August 24th, 2020, initial directors and brothers Ryan Towhill and Andy Towhill. <laughs> Towhill? The project. Yeah, during the film's first week of production in Bulgaria. What's, uh, where do they find David. these two rejected halflings? A couple hobbitses. Uh, working on the art department for Game of Thrones, it looks like. <laughs> Uh, I was wrong anyways. I guess they got replaced in the first week of production and uh, he reshot all the footage anyways. David Blue Garcia, the final director. So. Oh, yeah. You Never mind. This guy. He fucked it up. Yeah, he sucks. Yeah, anyway, so if you were forced to, to do a Texas Chainsaw, how would you do your Texas Chainsaw? Oh, um, I'd do it for real. Like a snuff film. Gross. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> one of these times we'll take this answer ser- this question seriously. Well, I'll I I would take a cue from this movie, right? And we'll have a similar plot line. And what I'll do is I'll take the actual members of the um, Black Hammer Cult, right? <laughs> and kill. <laughs> <laughs> um, I actually don't know. I it's not. That's one of the things. It's like a, you don't need a sequel, right? Not really. You could make a sequel, and it would just you just do the same shit as the first movie, right? Because presumably that family is just out there murdering people right so you know just fucking more murders happen <laughs> like you know what else can you do oh fucking leatherface is going to college <laughs> leatherface got to move to the big city what are you leatherface doing? Makes manhattan yeah leatherface in space yeah they're doing a sequel to friday the 13th again i don't know if it's a sequel sequel or if they're gonna do like another soft reboot they keep saying that like year after year, and then it doesn't pan out. So yeah, I, mean, I guess we'll see. Been in rights hell for like two decades at this point. During one of the bus massacre scenes, the viewer can see both versions of his mom's face, normal and skinned, flash on the bus window for a split second. Wow, that's just like The Exorcist. That's that's good filmmaking. Remember, in because in The Exorcist, sometimes there's frames of Pazuzu. Ooh, got him. He's like, oh yeah, that's good. That's that's how you make a movie. There was a post credit scene in post. Oh uh, yeah, I just read is. this. In a post credit scene, Leatherface returns to his family farm. What a bunch of horse shit! Thought it was an orphan. Yeah. Um. <laughs> fuck if I know, man. <laughs> you know, technically, they don't explain the relationship between the family and the original. So he could have just been an orphan they picked up for some reason. Because of his uh, tremendous girth. <laughs> his love for killing. Oh, this is a great uh, IMDb fact. You ready? Yeah. Near the end, when original survivor Sally, uh, played by <laughs> Olwyn Fure, confronts Leatherface seated on a bed, she aims her shotgun at him, and she reels off the names of her friends, Kirk, Pamela, Jerry, and Franklin, who weren't so lucky. What's cool about that is uh, they just described a scene that happened in the movie. That is an interesting fact. No. I wouldn't, wouldn't have noticed that unless someone pointed it out on IMDb. <laughs> one of those facts you find on Reddit. <laughs> yeah. 
So what, what is that like movie details subreddit? It's <laughs> had the stupidest shit in it. Like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, we, that reminds you me. Want, you may not have noticed when you watched Bright, but uh, the orc played by Joel Edgerton. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, that is a movie. Uh, you know, uh, this man is also played by the Fresh Fresh Prince of Bel Air. He was uh he did a rap. Yeah. You may not have noticed this is a small detail you may have missed in Nope, but uh Kiki Palmer does the Akira motorcycle slide movie details. Ooh, got him. What uh, are you say? I was gonna yell about Sally because she uh she had an opportunity to just dome this motherfucker and uh was so intent on him remembering her. That she uh, let him kill herself and another girl in the end. Yeah. But, I mean, um, you know, I'm just saying, fuck the, this whole movie. Fuck everybody in this movie. I hate them all. Just the, the one girl that survives at the end is the one person I like. I don't like her either because she's scared of guns. What a wimp. Well, you know, she has uh, a reason me. to be, Axel. I'm, not, I'm brave. I'm not scared of guns. Shoot me. That's what I say. <laughs> guns on me. I say, shoot me. And <laughs> get it over with. Uh, now, she's all right. I guess her sister's all right, too. She's just a little misguided. She's like, you don't know what's best for you. Only this awesome cult does. What sucks about it, too, is like. Look, I'll be honest with you right now. If a cult's going to buy a town and let me live in it for free, I'm thinking about joining it. Well, they weren't letting them live in it for free. Those were like people. That's who those yeah, bus people were, right? We're like fucking <laughs> investors or investors. I mean, that it's the lamest cult I've ever seen. It's not even like Manson family, where like, oh, you can do drugs and like have sex all they the time. They didn't say you couldn't do drugs and have sex all the time, but it's just not making it a future. Yeah, but that's like what that's the, those people are not about that life. They're not about about it. You know what I mean? They're fucking. Oh, let's make mojitos and have brunch and. Uh, <laughs> Mojitos. Fucking. Where the fuck? Oh, I'm not from Alabama. Make sure everyone to update your fucking Instagram with uh, Georgia. Black Where the fuck are mojitos from? Right? Georgia, South Carolina, somewhere in the South, right? Mojitos. No, you're thinking of mint julep. Mojitos are from like Cuba. Oh yeah, Cuba. yeah. I'm sorry. You're correct. I am thinking mint juleps. They both have mint in them. They're really, the only difference yeah. is one is rum and the other is uh, what? What's mint juleps? Gin. Probably that's probably bourbon. Like it might southern. be bourbon. It's southern. It's probably bourbon. The biggest difference is uh, Ernest Hemingway was a big fan of mojitos. Never said anything about mint juleps. So I, I thought he preferred the uh, the daiquiri. Nope, he's a mojito guy. He loved Cuba and everything. Well, fuck Cuba him too. No, Ernest Hemingway is a man's man, like um, Lord Stephen Regal. Remember when he had that gimmick? He's a man's man. <laughs> Even when he wasn't, didn't have that gimmick. He was a man's man. He's a man's man. That's right. A fucking addict. The manliest shit you can do is be addicted to some sort of vice, just like me. I'm addicted. Addicted to love. This two and a half star review says Leatherface literally killed cancel culture. Shut the fuck up, Adam. <laughs> got him. This is, here's a four and a half star review I got for you. Tell him to shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh, I will. Uh, okay. Uh, first, uh, let's talk about the, the Rotten Tomatoes review. 31% for the critics, 26% for the audience. The audience hated it more. Who knows why? Probably because they killed cancel culture. <laughs> Anyways, four-star review. Four and a half. Uh, I don't think I've ever seen a movie more hated in my life that did not deserve it. It's a Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie, people. It's not trying to win an Oscar or tell the most incredible story. Or, this is Sean's edition, any story at all. 
If you give me Leatherface, um, revenge. Yeah, a bunch, revenge. bunch of revenges. If you give me Leatherface and a chainsaw, but who's the really the like? Again, this dude killed four innocent teenagers, and I, I, I'm supposed to root for his mom. If you fuck her, if you give me Leatherface, yeah, but you and, don't know. You don't know immediately that she's Leatherface's mom. She's just an old lady. Who oh no, no, no! I mean, again, I know what movie I'm watching. I knew she's Leatherface's mom as soon as they're like, "Oh, it's an orphanage," and let's show a creepy photo with some weird fat kid standing in the background <laughs> with a giant. Yeah, it's the glandular problem. It's Ben Kissel from last podcast on the left. <laughs> Anyways, if you give me Leatherface and Chainsaw out with plenty of good carnage candy, that's all I'm asking for, for the most part. The bus massacre, the stabbing the own cop in the neck with his bone, and bashing a guy leg in with a hammer. I added the A. All awesome stuff. The only thing I wasn't a fan of was Sally's character, and that's because they didn't do much with her. She could literally have just been any other character who had some, someone important to them be killed by Leatherface, and nothing would be different. Aside from that, I love the movie start to finish. Coming from someone who enjoys most of the movies in this franchise, I definitely recommend this one. Man, you Man. have shitty tastes. He's right about Sally, though. I guess, they, but like, they're yeah, just... They're they're just, just been anyone. Okay, so they could have just had the shit kicker guy live longer, you know? The leather face could have just been anyone. You know what I mean? He was, it really has a very yeah, loose yeah, tie to, to the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, as we've said, in, or I've said and complained about many times already. Uh, five stars in Letterbox says, Excellent movie. I recommend this to every person I meet. The badass lady was badass. This is good. I like this because... This person, you immediately know what you're getting into when you meet this person. Because they're like, hey, have you seen Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2022? It's, it's a great movie. And you're like, oh, cool. I don't fuck you, fuck this person. I don't need to talk to them. No, that's not all they, they say to you. Like, hey, have you seen this movie? You say, no. You're like, hey, you should see it. The badass woman, she was badass. And he's badass. Like, oh, fuck. This guy had an aneurysm. Did a heart emoji, too. What? It says the badass lady was badass. Heart emoji. Weird. Just so people, dudes are weird. I guess emoticon, I would say. Emojis are the graphical ones. What are the end of the, you know, emoticons, you need to do like less than three. Whatever. Fucking. I think this is a woman, though. I'm not clicking on her avatar. I don't give a fuck. Holy oh, yeah. moly, best horror, horror movie I've seen in a minute. Leatherface actually looks scary compared to the older films. Love the gore. I had to cover my eyes at some points because I didn't want to see what's coming next. Ending was incredible. Absolutely wasn't expecting what happened. The ending does fucking rule. I do like when he just pulls her out of the yeah, car. He just, <laughs> there's no way he'd be able to catch up with them without them noticing. Uh, he came out of an alley. <laughs> and then he crawled up behind the car. Came out of an alley. Uh, five stars. The fail from the audience and critics alike regarding the understanding of the movie scared me more than the movie itself, which was surprisingly good and well written as well. It translates some of the original concerns that at this point in life was supposed to be obvious, but given the lack of understanding from the world, the movie actually scared me in a different way. Right. What does that mean? I don't mean, man. I don't know. Do you want to read it again? <laughs> no, I just, you know, what does that mean? I, I'm trying to parse it. I think they're saying that they like that they killed cancel culture. Whatever. I mean, I don't care about these. I don't, I'm a real man. I don't care about these snowflakes. Yeah, about this cancel culture. 
No, I don't care about cancel culture either. Fuck it. It's not real. <laughs> Let's see. No, I did not rewatch this, but I'm sick of hiding this movie perfectly encapsulates every issue of legacy sequels. Neither of the returning characters are even remotely similar to the original. The homages to the original are at the very least goofy and the very most laughable. This movie was only made for money and I'm fucking and I fucking want more. It's like the perfect priority of a legacy sequel. <laughs> He gave it five stars, or they you know, gave it five stars, which is like, uh, you know. Yeah, I'm like, I, even as a joke, you shouldn't give it five stars, but. Hmm. That's the thing, though, is I don't think it's. um. It's not a parody. It's obviously not. They it's made not it in earnest. Aware, I don't yeah. think. No, it doesn't seem self aware to me. It seems to me like that they're actually like, yeah, kids today are too soft. Leatherface will fix them. With this chainsaw. Back in the 70s, man, fucking. Men were men and girls got murdered. That's yeah. <laughs> Fucking no one yelled at the kids in the 70s having long hair like a bunch of pussies. Man, the original movie, they had a guy in a wheelchair in it. What? That's right. Fucking, fucking woke politics bullshit. You know what I mean? Putting a disabled person in it. Fucking woke. Pandering. <laughs> <laughs> to the handicapable. That's right, fucking ugh, wheelchair guy. How is he gonna ride his wheelchair through the cornfield? <laughs> That's like a legitimate um, thought I had the very first time I watched it, though, because you know they kind of like when they make stops in that movie, they straight up are like going off roading, and I'm like, man, he's gonna have trouble in his wheelchair. <laughs> Why is this movie so underrated? Five stars, because it's bad. Yeah, it's not underrated. It's accurately rated. Twenty six percent might be honestly a little high for it. It's like a dumb horror movie, which is okay, but it's like not um, visually interesting. Like I said, there's a few little gimmicks they attempt that are like kind of cute, but overall, it's like pretty bland. Um, you know, digital shot on uh, fucking, just, you know, f- flat lighting, no problem. Don't worry about it. Uh, uh no color. The fucking they do fucking color grading so you know that it's the bright Texas sun. <laughs> Texas uh, sun. That's my, uh, I love that EP. You know, like the um, Texas Chainsaw, uh, I guess like music sting or cue, the, like the little wine that's like, yeah. they use it in this movie when they open the grill. That's pretty cute, right? When they cut away from the, the police truck murder to them opening the grill with meat. It goes, Bwah. so that's cute, huh? So everything about it's just such a cute movie. You know what's cool about the original one is it doesn't have a traditional soundtrack. It's all they use um yeah, it's a generator. <laughs> it's the plug supplies the soundtrack. Well, no, well, yeah, they they <laughs> generate sound too, but they also use like buzz saws and um, you know, like sounds you would hear at like a slaughterhouse. Oh yeah, yeah. But in this movie, uh, it's just. It's just a regular, it's generic, a regular soundtrack. Just generic sounds, yeah. Oh, oh. You know what, what everyone is expecting from this franchise? Leatherface School of Killing for Dummies. Great kills. Doesn't take long to get to the killing. Definitely had me saying WTF on some of the impressive kills. I love the fact that you they make you wait to 45, 9 minutes in the movie for us to see him use the chainsaw. Favorite moment for sure was Leatherface being threatened by cancel culture, and he let that chainsaw rip through cancel culture idiots like my Vitamax blender. Definitely worth watching, especially to the end. Woo! He could chainsaw cancel culture. He chainsaw cancel culture. 
Hooray, it's finally over. He got him. Get, get back to normal now. Nothing more satisfying than watching a boat busload <laughs> of SJWs get sawed to pieces. Hell yeah, yeah, but it was fine. Those SJW liberals, idiots, learned that you can't just film a chainsaw away. Hell yeah, bro. Real shit. You know, I guess it, it does diverge quite a bit from the real life, though, because I believe the Black Hammer cult uh, were actually armed. <laughs> so they probably would have murdered Leatherface, to be honest. No, that cowboy man was—he was armed, and he got—he got, he got yeah, murdered. He back. Had like a bitch-ass Glock. Don't try to correct me on what fucking gun it is. I don't care, you fucking IMDb <laughs> fat nerds. He, he also had, had whatever that had uh, assault hammer. rifle or maybe AR-15. I don't know. It would definitely looked more like a uh, uh, assault rifle to me. I don't know. It fucking looks like know. a movie prop. You know, movie gun. Yeah. I don't know. He had the yammer, which isn't enough to stop Leatherface, especially also because he um didn't like even get a chance to use the gun. He's like, "I'll fucking one v one me, man," because Leatherface <laughs> hid behind a door. Well, you know that's a secret doors. It, it worked. If it works once, it'll work twice. I'm behind the door. That's how you know it. You probably just hit behind the car door the entire time. He was right behind the car door. It's it's a good know, trick. There's a f- couple of scenes I just remembered that were really funny to me. Um, you know, after he does the murder, the first murder in the police van, and then there's the shot where we're just looking at the sunflower fields. Yes. And he pops up. He, Leatherface just pops up. Look out. Yes. Hey. <laughs> That's pretty funny. And then also, um, when they're on the bus, they're all on the top deck, um, you know, being like SJWs and shit, talking about societal problems while they get drunk off of uh, uh, fucking Grey Goose or Tito's, you know, vodka that the SJWs live. Um, and uh, then he just pops through that curtain. <laughs> he doesn't look scary, though, there at all. He just looks funny. <laughs> Who hired this weird stripper, guys? That'd be great if you start taking off his little leather apron. His little man titties flopping about. <laughs> Hell yeah. These are so gross and sweaty. It's Chris Pontius the whole time. Oh, oh man. I, now I know what a Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie I'm going to write. Man, this movie fucking sucks. What would you expect from a, a movie that was unceremoniously dumped on Netflix as a Netflix original. I think what bothers me the most about it is all the victims were uh, um, brave SJWs like me. That's <laughs> why I'm upset about it. It's just because it made me feel bad about my personal politics. It's not because <laughs> it just got off of me. It's just a terrible... What a stupid oh, man. I killed my fellow SJWs. Oh, no. They're all oh. dead. Oh, everybody acted stupid in this movie. <laughs> Not, not a single one of them had a septum ring or dyed hair. That's not what I, the memes <laughs> I've seen of SGWs have led me to believe they look like. Those look like regular kids. <laughs> Normal functioning members of society with cash money. Man, and a bus driver. Shit. I'm yeah, so, you know, I'm done shit talking about this good. fucking movie. Fuck, I, I never want to watch another Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie again. All right? I'll, if yeah. I, I'll watch the original, maybe, and that's it. I'm glad it didn't make it to theaters and it just got dumped on Netflix. 
I hope they never make another one of these shits again. I'm sure they will in like five I mean, years. It's probably being in production right now. You know they're always doing shit like that. Hey, it's a proven franchise. Let's let's pump it out again. Man, motherfucking movies are dead. All you can do now is watch the Lord of the Rings, the Rings of Power. No, I the, let's talk about that for a second. Did you watch the first episode yet? No, I'm not watching it because I want Amazon to lose a million money on their billion dollar piece of yeah, shit. Too so. late. There's already like 25 million people that watched it, man. Just watch. Yeah, 25 billion million trillion people watched it or whatever. I'm sure Amazon. Whatever <laughs> Just watch the damn thing. You already have Amazon Prime. I'm not watching. That. No, I'm like straight up not interested in it at all. Ah, well, never mind then. Fuck it. Fuck the whole thing. But anyways, my point was, I'm right. It was basically just basically a lot of. I mean, what can they do? You know, it's the least uh, uh, flesh out piece of Tolkien's mythos, and it's a lot of uh, a lot of little fan fictiony bits so far. It seems like it's fine. Yeah, it's better than the Hobbit. Have... It's better than the Hobbit. What is it? <laughs> yeah, I'm just not interested at all because it just if I don't like TV, I don't like how TV shows are made in general now because it's like. You know that tweet, that classic tweet someone made within the last couple of years where it's like, back in the day, if you had a TV show named Surf Dracula, that motherfucker would be surfing every week. Nowadays, it's a prequel and you spend 13 hours getting to the point where he first gets his surfboard, you know? <laughs> yeah, what is he, Surf that's Dracula? At the, at the end uh, of episode one. Yeah, that's fucking how TV shows are written now. It's fucking because of Lost. Remember how Lost was always just like cliffhanger, cliffhanger, cliffhanger. Keep watching, please, please keep watching, please. You well, gotta see what happens next. Yeah, well, eventually something's gonna happen. Something will happen. But you watch these TV shows, and guess what? Nothing ever happens. No, no, no. Any day now, something will happen. Well, eventually, oh, Galadriel's eventually gonna get her ring or something. Eventually, Gandalf's gonna show up. Just keep watching. I'm pretty sure Gandalf showed up at the end of the first episode, actually. But you just gotta make it. You just gotta make it seven years, seven seasons. Uh, They're only doing. They're doing five, and then they're gonna have to do some other shit. I'm sure. Because they spent a lot of money. They fucked up. You know, they the they should have got K-pop idols to play the elves. That's the biggest problem. (laughs) Yeah. Elves don't look pretty enough. Ouch. That's racist. They just look like they'd be regular ass dudes. Fucking regular ass citizens of New Zealand. Not like Britt McKenzie. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta get the beautiful people in it. K-pop idols. I don't know. I've seen a bunch of K-pop people that look like regular ass dudes to me. No, they look inhuman. (laughs) (laughs) They make them look strange. Oh, man. Speaking of which... (laughs) This is weird. You know how, like, I guess I'm, I'm treading in some sensitive territory here. I'm just, <laughs> but, um, You're going to get canceled before. like uh, Leatherface. You've heard it before, right, from people that are like, oh, all black people look the same, all Asian people look the same. I make jokes about how white people look the same, right? You know, uh, But, you know, you've heard it before, right? I believe it's like a common thing that racist people say. Um... But you, every time I've heard it, I've just, what are you fucking stupid? No, people don't look the same. What the fuck are you talking about, right? Uh-huh. Obviously, because my assumption is they're just saying it to be racist, right? Not that they actually think all Asian people look the same or something, right? Right. We're going to go, okay, I'm wondering where this is going. Go for it. <laughs> a friend texted me, I don't know, a couple of weeks ago or something. And she was like, oh, have you ever listened to Blackpink? And I was like, yeah, they're like kind of cute. They have some bangers or whatever, right? Because I know on the podcast I talk about K-pop um, in an exaggerated way, but I, I actually don't like fuck with K-pop that heavy, except for twice. 
Um, but I was like, yeah, they're cute. They have some bangers or whatever. And I was like, oh, I think um, Rose is really pretty. And she was like, oh, I can't really tell them apart. <laughs> and I was Pardon? like, oh, w- what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, you know, they like all kind of look the same. And um, my thinking is, so like, all, there is like a, a K-pop face, right? Where I guess because of selection bias and probably because of plastic surgery and stuff, they yeah, have an idealized beauty. So there are a lot of like similar features K-pop and stuff yeah. that have like similar features and stuff. Yeah. But like not similar enough that you'd think they look the same. And it's like definitely not the case with Blackpink. Like I think each member looks pretty distinct. And so I was just like, are you like, <laughs> I got to. Are you being racist at me? <laughs> yeah, do, do I need to like stop talking to you? What the fuck are you talking about? Um, but yes, but, but the end of that story is like I was just kind of like, well, okay, whatever, <laughs> you know. Um, but yeah, I bring it up because um, is that shit real? I don't know. <laughs> I've always thought about it too. Like, do I should I give people the benefit of the doubt? And so I'm like, what could possibly be the reason for it? And I'm just like, well, maybe they're just not exposed. To yeah, a lot of Asian faces growing up, and so when the first time they start to see them, they just they their brain doesn't have the like it doesn't have, have like that, that built-in you know like the synapses built in for already to recognize yeah. the differences. I, that's only that's me being really generous. Well, that's the thing is so because I mean that's friend, how human brains work, right? <laughs> this friend of mine is uh, to get this out of the way, she's not white. That doesn't, I mean, yeah, but no, it's not like black and brown people yeah, can't be racist. But she is, right, but she is like, she's spent her whole life in like Chandler, Arizona. For those who don't know, Chandler is like, there's a lot of Asian people in Chandler. What do you mean? I mean, like, not really. It's going to be like oh, no white way. people and uh, Chicano people. So, like, I, I guess that's what it is, right? I don't know. I It's just like, it was the first time in my life where it, you had like, to question the, whether or not someone you like knew was, yeah. is that a real phenomenon? Because like I, you I don't associate don't, her with being racist. Yeah, I get. It. I do not think she was trying to be racist at all. I think she's like legitimately like had face blindness for Asian people or some <laughs> shit. And I was like, what the fuck? Blew my mind. I guess it's neither here nor there, but it, it, it was strange. You know, <laughs> I've definitely been thinking about I, it. Like, my worldview is changing. I don't know. I don't get it. Obviously, it's not like it doesn't make sense to me. I don't know. Is there? Does a scientist know? <laughs> is there a scientist listening to this podcast who understands? Well, I mean, well, here, let me just Google some stuff real quick. Like uh, ethnic face blindness. Face blindness. Yeah, I don't know how much how you'd study this, but I guess I do remember there has been. I, I took this test once about um. Bias and faces and shit like that, and like you're supposed to really answer, yeah, you're supposed to answer the question really quickly. Oh yeah, about who, which face looks more trustworthy? But I don't, I don't know how. I don't necessarily think that relates to the same. Like you can tell the difference between own race bias for face recognition and multi-race study. I don't know if that quite. That sounds like that might be the shit, right? I'm gonna read the introduction real quick. The abstract. Yeah. Uh, the own race bias (ORB) is a reliable phenomenon across race. Oh god, across cultural and racial groups, when unfamiliar faces from other races are usually remembered more poorly than own race faces. 
By adopting a yes-no recognition paradigm, yeah, it's basically the same thing, we found mm. the ORB was pronounced across race groups. Uh, Malaysian Malay, Malaysian Chinese, Malaysian Indian, and Western Caucasian. And when faces were presented with only internal features, implying that the growing up in a profoundly multiracial society does not necessarily eliminate ORB, Oh, weird. Using a procedural identical to experiment one, we observed a significantly greater increment in recognition performance for other race faces than for own race faces when the external features, e.g. facial contour and hairline, were presented along with the internal features. Ah, this abolished ORB. Contrary to assumption based on the contact hypothesis, persistent self-reported amount of internal... Interracial context on the social contact questionnaire did not significantly predict the magnitude of ORB. Overall, our findings suggest that the level of exposure to other race faces accounts for only a small part of ORB. In addition, the present results also support the notion that different neutral mechanisms may be involved in processing and other race faces with internal features of own race face being processed more effectively whereas external features dominate representations of other race faces. So my well, hypothesis was sort of wrong, but it is real. <clears throat> well, that's fucking crazy, man. <laughs> what a wild world we live in. Huh? It's interesting how brains work. But then... But yeah, but like... I don't know. I'm gonna. You have to look at like multiple studies and stuff. I don't know if I just straight up trust it. Yeah, and yeah, also, no, like, just like a, the, it's one data point, but you know, what are the significant divisions of race that they decided? And you know what I mean? Like, who, well, I who, mean, who, you, what, they have that all. All issues lay out here. If you want to dig into it, it seems pretty yeah. extensive. Yeah, I guess I'll check it out after the podcast because it is interesting to me. But um, this is no fucking science podcast. <laughs> we're, we're, we're talking Netflix, it's not science. <laughs> Thanks to Chainsaw Massacre 2022. Uh, I give it a 2 out of 10. Fuck that movie. It gets a 2, though, because it's like, you know, it's not like a piece. Of, it's not just a total mess. Uh, it's yeah, the it's scene not. Where, um, the, the kitchen door. <laughs> it's kind of competently made. It's just like, uh, it's got that really cool scene where he pops out of the sunflower field. <laughs> Love it. Good shit. That's that's cinematography, baby. Put that shit on Reddit. Every scene of painting. Every frame of painting, rather. That's why Leatherface keeps putting faces on so he doesn't fall victim to racial face blindness. What was ORB? What did that shit stand for? Oh, hold on. I don't remember now. Own uh, own race bias. Own race bias. There you go. <laughs> I, you, I think you can make the argument that even um in the first... Texas Chainsaw Massacre, maybe uh, Leatherface was dealing with um, his gender identity in some way. That didn't. That hasn't ever carried over into any other sequels, huh? No, this one's about he's an orphan and he's got orphan problems or something. He's a special boy. Fucking Ed Gein stuff. Whatever. Uh, learn more about Ed Gein. Don't cancel us for our curiosity about uh, own racial bias. Well, that's not what <laughs> that can't cancel yeah, me for. Yeah, that. Science. that science did that. <laughs> Don't cancel me for what science is rot. Those Nazis. It's not. Science also, that's Nazis. just the most recent study. There are a couple other ones that are older. Yeah, I just feel like it'd be. Yeah, it seems like a pretty complex thing that it would have. Yeah, to, there's a yeah. lot of factors I imagine, but I just I, again, it just seems to point to the, the idea that it is a real thing. 
that is a real phenomenon. That's interesting. Because it would, but then it, you would think it has to be somewhat sociological, right? Rather than biological. Because I don't know. Like, yeah. Just, your brain well, sucks when you're born, you know? Well, yeah, but then is it, is it when you're, your earliest memories when you're formed, just like the people around you, when you're, your family, you get really good at recognizing mm-hmm. them. And that's why it's your own race bias, just because your family is your own race. Because part of the study, at least this, again, I only read like the abstract, but seemed to imply that growing up in a multi-racial uh, or multi-ethnic background might help, but didn't eliminate ORB. Yeah. You know what I mean? So there's so there's obviously something else going on. I don't know. Something to think about. This is fucking. This is why we're the best podcast in town. Tell everyone you know because we were first <laughs> yeah, we were talking, talking about, about Texas Chainsaw Massacre. 2022 but now we're talking about science shit yeah that's right oh, science man. Man, we're mm. big brains yeah look All at me started. i read it i read a research study <laughs> big brain stuff we're we're solving problems <laughs> on this podcast we're getting to the bottom of shit out here we're fucking all because my friend texted me about black pink i was incredulous too i was like what the fuck I mean, you racist son of a bitch now you never you speak to me or my children again yeah, and I was like, fucking just like a woman, huh? You know what I mean? <laughs> a woman would say some shit like that. These dumb bitches. Uh, yeah, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, 2 out of 10. Fuck that shit. Don't make any more of them, Netflix. Or I give it a 1 and a half out of 10. It's not that good. Can't wait for Halloween ends, though. I'm, I'm looking like forward to the new Hellraiser a little bit. I'm not, because uh, based on screen captures and shit, it's, you can't fucking see shit in it. Remember when there used to be lights in movies? No, nah, nah, like man. the hill I'm dying on for dark. like the next like couple of years and shit. I'm not gonna stop talking about this. Fucking, fucking, what happened to lights? Put fucking lights in movies. You don't need to anymore. You got digital photography. It all looks terrible. <laughs> oh my god, can't. There's nothing worth looking at anymore. Oh my god. I don't know. Hellraiser might be cool though, but another acid problem of it that makes me kind of worried about it is just how puritanical film has gotten over like the last twenty years. There's no way it's going to be as like horny as, and weird as the originals. I don't think. Uh, next week, uh, yeah, so this, what I did is I used like a random selection <laughs> website. So what I first did is I entered in the different years that Netflix has been producing originals, and then mm. it gave me a year. And then I put in all the movies that came out that year from Netflix that originals and um, the result we got the actual like true randomly select one is um, first they killed my father, which is a movie about the Cambodian genocide. Oh my God. Which I think might be too serious. I don't know if I want to watch that one as a critique (laughs) on our stupid Netflix original podcast. Maybe, uh, maybe someday. Yeah, I just, uh, I know a little bit about the Cambodian genocide, um, but like, I heard a book on I it just, one uh, time, but... We're gonna, just gonna end up talking about the Cambodian genocide yeah. and looking stupid, I'm pretty sure. Well, yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean, yeah. It's hard to make jokes about the Cambodian <laughs> genocide, you know? It's not one of the funner genocides. Well, none of them are really particularly funny, I don't think. Point. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I figured we'd skip that one, right? That's, yeah, yeah, yeah oh, fair. I, I'm, if I'm with you. 
Another problem with it is no, no. Also, I'm gonna uh, you you chose randomly, and we gotta adhere to the random gods, or uh, we'll be angry. Another big problem with it though is it's also directed by Angelina Jolie, so <laughs> she's problematic. Is she? I don't know. Probably. Oh, I thought she's just a hot girl doing hot girl shit. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so the other movie, the the next one that came up, it was a Japanese movie called Ride or Die that appears to be about um, a woman who kills her friend's husband. Ooh. And, yeah, so it seems like, it seems pretty serious too, but like not as serious as the Cambodian genocide. Well, I mean, so, oh, it's a serious movie about killing your friend's husband? I thought it might be a little bit more fun than that. Like a I thriller. Think it, I think um, it might be, be about feelings and stuff. Did you ever read that short story? I don't know. This this movie made me think of it. I can't remember the title right now. Damn it. <laughs> where, you, um, say, um, you don't mean that country song where they kill Earl? The, no. Uh, Dixie Chicks? No. Well, that? that song reminds me of the short story too, actually, but thank you. Mm. Uh, <laughs> the, it's about a pregnant woman and she's waiting for her husband to come home and she's making him dinner and uh, he comes home and she, she's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to leave you and then she kills him with dinner and um um, she pretends to go to the store or she does go to the store and comes back, calls the cops and pretends like someone murdered him and all the cop friends show up and they eat the dinner that she killed him with. She's like, aha, they ate the evidence. That's the end of the short story. Anyways. Yeah, uh, Dixie Chicks. <laughs> Damn it. They fucking copied that short story, which I'm, I can't remember the fucking title of. Fucking Dixie uh, Chicks. They're also just called the Chicks now. If you can get it correctly, don't name dead name yeah. them. Oh, they're not the Dixie Chicks yeah, anymore? Yeah, Dixie's offensive. They canceled the Dixie party. You don't hear about that? Uh-uh. Oh, is Dixie offensive because it's like Antebellum South? Yeah. Cracker shit? I don't know enough about Cracker shit to know when I'm supposed to be offended about Cracker shit. I just trust other people when they tell me. Yeah, we're... we're, we're like, yeah, yeah, that's Cracker shit. I'm like, okay. Our family's from the Midwest and the West. I don't know a single member of our family who's actually from the Midwest, though. Everyone I know yeah, is but from the Bay Area. Uh, at this point, but you know, a hundred years ago, someone was from Chicago. Okay, we're fucking. There's two kinds we, of people. You in this met world. some of the Chicago family at Grandpa's funeral. You just don't remember them. Yeah, I don't care. There's two <laughs> kinds of people in this world, right? There's real motherfuckers from the Bay, and a bunch of pussies that wish they were. <laughs> I'll, you know, it's gonna catch on fire, and, and houses are a billion dollars, and it's probably gonna flood. I'd move back there. I mean, basically, no one could already live there anyways. That's why um, fucking all the gang shit's popping off in like Sacramento and Stockton now, because everyone had to move out of the city. I mean, yeah. Stockton was always popping off gang shit, though. Yeah, but it's like uh, rival gangs that like sh- didn't used to like live right on top of each other and shit, you know? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that reminds me, I've been listening to like Bay Area drill music this week. Man, we're really far askew from... <laughs> Yeah, whatever. But um, first of all, like it's a no, it's kind of boring that like all hip hop is like drill now. But whatever, that's neither here nor there. But um, you know how like if you do shit on your phone, um, they're listening and watching what you're doing. Yes, sort of. You start to get like ads and shit pushed to you. Uh-huh. Well, since I've been listening to Barry Drill on my phone, I've been getting like recommendations on YouTube for those like fucking carrying vulture like videos that are about like, oh, it's the history of the beef between the the Asian boys and the tiny rascal gang and shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> like shit that like 
we know for I believe people like we know for a fact at this point. Remember when DJ Academics was covering like the Chirac shit and how that escalated shit in Chicago? Mm-hmm. Like like that type of shit. Like so, I fucking hate those videos. You know what I mean? Because it's like hell yeah, man. Fuck, this is we're talking. We're gonna go meet like the fucking East Side Bloods, the Cambodian gang. We're gonna tell you who they're beefing with and that you know they're smoking on packs of their enemies and blah blah. blah. Just make shit worse. It's not like information that thousands of people need to know about. Yeah. You know no one I mean? really needs to it's know. No it. fucking yeah. It's like the worst, like true version of true crime, right? It just I don't know. It's so like ghoulish and evil, and it's always like fucking outsiders. You know what I mean? Like people like out the perimeter and shit. It's like not people actually that stay in Long Beach talking about that shit. You know? I I just find a lot of true crime in general to be ghoulish. Yeah, I'm like interested in some of it, but it's like very specific stuff, like the 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 um, historical significance and mystery around the Zodiac because of like Bay Area shit, and then also I think Charles Manson is interesting because of like how um, prison systems and United States like uh, carceral system can turn someone into like such an insane beast. Like that aspect of it is interesting to me. But yeah, but um, I don't know. I just fucking hate it. So if anyone listening to this produces that type of content, like fucking don't. That shit sucks. It's the worst. Like people don't need to know about that shit. Uh, unless you can tell me that it's gonna be able to fund my climate change bunker. Oh, maybe then we'll pivot to it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't, it's a lot of people like, oh, then why do they rap about it and why do you listen to it? It's like way different if someone's expressing themselves, you know, in music and shit than you. Some fucking nobody outsider who's like, oh yeah, and fucking this one time, blah blah blah. It's like, no, shut up, <laughs> stop. So fuck that shit. Uh, next week we're watching um, Ride or Die, Japanese movie. Looks like it might be pretty cute. I'm gonna watch that, it. I mean, like, emotionally devastating. Emotionally devastating. I didn't look into it too much, but I think it also got like good reviews and stuff. So we might be watching a good movie next week. Can it's you not, it? The movie reviews aren't great or bad, so we'll see. Ride or die. die. This is a Ride Japanese or... romantic drama film. It's based on a manga <clears throat> series. Based on a manga? Yeah, called the uh, Gunjo. Chain oh. Nakamura's manga series Gunjo. It sounds a little cute. <laughs> cool. We're going to watch that. Uh, VHSKVLT.com. Go to that website. That's where we got um, other podcasts and shit. Patreon's there. Donate to the Patreon so we don't have to start doing like trap lore shit. Talking about all the, the gang violence all across the country. <laughs> I'm going to become a landlord. Let's lynch the landlord. Let's lynch the landlord. Let's lynch the landlord. Yeah. Um, yeah, VHSKLT.com. Tell your friends and family. Post in Discord. Post on Reddit. Spam Twitch chats. Do what you gotta do. Get everyone listening to the podcast. No one's doing it like we are. We're out here reviewing Texas Chainsaw Massacre and talking about uh, racial biases, solving problems, solving crimes. We're gonna eventually solve crimes. Um, well, that's then we're pivoting to that next. That's where the money is. We're following the money. We're gonna unmask Bigfoot finally. Ghosts are real. I can prove it. Just keep tuning in. <laughs> We're like a prestige television show. These are all the cliffhangers you can look forward to. I'm going to prove ghosts are real. You just got to keep listening. Eventually, we'll get there.